Yeah, so modularity in a process, um, I like to think about it in terms of like Legos. Okay. You know, as kids, I'm sure you play with Legos at some point. Hey, as an adult, I still play with Legos. Okay? <laughs> Welcome to the McNaughton McKay podcast, your electrical connection. Each episode, we meet with an industry expert to tackle real issues in manufacturing. Join your host, Austin Davidson, to get the latest scoop on automation products and solutions. Welcome back to the McNaughton McKay podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing batch processing. What is it and does my process need it? So to help me walk through it, today my guest has over a decade of experience as a systems integrator with many of these years focusing on process engineering. During this time, he has worked on batch processing across various industries, and he currently works as a senior systems integrator for Rovisys. Today, I am joined by Stephen Hazelton. Stephen, how's it going? Hey, Austin. Uh, it's good to be here. I appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Of course, of course. And I appreciate you coming on to help me understand batch processing because it is, to me, it is one of those things. It's kind of like the boogeyman. It's there. A lot of people believe it exists. A lot of people want to act like it doesn't. Uh, but it's something that I feel like most people don't have a good grasp on, including myself. So if you could kind of get us started on, you know, what is batch processing? Why do you, why do you think there's confusion between, you know, maybe not just myself, but also our, our customer base? Yeah, uh, it's funny you started that way because when this kind of opportunity came up and we started talking about potential topics, um, I was trying to think back to all my years and what I've noticed customers, you know, have a hard time getting their mind around. Um, and that was, you know, particularly around batch and how to evaluate their process to see if, if they potentially could utilize a batch solution. And I think, you know, I've been kind of on both sides. Uh, I've, we've had customers that have, you know, called us out to do a study. Um, and at the outset, they may be thinking, you know, my process justifies having a, a full-blown batch solution. Uh, and then after the study, we evaluate where they're at. Uh, we, you know, present to them reasons why you know, a full, at least a full-blown batch system uh, may not be the best option for them. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, and then even on the other side where we've come out, uh, a customer may be in the process of, you know, potentially upgrading their platform where they're at or a process expansion, uh, and they have a process that would justify a batch solution. Sure. So we have, we have customers kind of on both sides of the fence. Maybe they need it, maybe they don't. And you have experience helping them decide. Uh, but obviously, that, that kind of even shows furthermore that there's confusion surrounding this process. So mm -hmm. uh, could you kind of break it down a little bit? What, what exactly is batch processing? And, you know, maybe that'll help clear up some of the confusion. Yeah. And, you know, I think at the outset, uh, before we kind of come up with a batch definition, um, I think some of that confusion sets in uh, from... You know, there's times where batch terminology kind of works its way into a process. Mm -hmm. you, know, you may have uh, a process where the terms batch itself, recipe, set points, uh, control modules, equipment modules, phases, that kind of terminology, you know, will naturally work its way in there. And so because that terminology is there, there's an instant link to, you know, batch. 
Sure. So I think some of some of the confusion comes around there. Um, in fact, I've I remember having a customer call me at one point and say, "Hey, I, I need help with my batch." And when he, I had to sit there and think about that for a second because in reality, he could have been talking about three different things. He, he might have been calling you asking for your cookie recipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he he would have struck out with that. But. <laughs> Um, you know, it could have been talking about the, the actual product, you know, sure. he was making at that time, you know, or he could be talking about the process itself, uh, the batch process, or he could have been talking about the actual batch system. So a uh, simple kind of high level definition uh, when you ask the question, what is batch? Uh, I would define batch in process terms. It's a modular process that's designed to run in a non-continuous or semi-continuous fashion that can be run in a number of ways to make a number of different products and requires detailed process or product reporting. Okay. So, so of the definitions that you spoke of previously, we kind of, if a customer calls, we got to identify, are they in their terms talking product process or the actual batch system. So if we're going to focus on the process for right now, mm -hmm. um, I, I want to break that up a little bit just because definitions are uh, lots of words together are hard for me to remember. So let's help me break this down a little bit. So the first thing you spoke of is it's a, a modular process. So why modular? What, what makes batch modular? Yeah. So modularity in a process, um, I like to think about it in terms of like Legos. Okay. You know, as kids, I'm sure you play with Legos at some point. Hey, as an adult, I still play with Legos. Okay? <laughs> yeah, engineers, we, yeah. we always have Legos in the back. Uh, but thinking about Legos, it's like building blocks in a process. So can your process be defined as building blocks? Okay. And each of these blocks have a, a unique, specific purpose, and you can combine these blocks and different ways to make different products or a different output of putting these blocks together. Mm -hmm. So in batch terms, uh, looking at a process, your smallest definable block is what's called a control module. Okay. And that would be something like a valve, a motor. Uh, that's the smallest kind of building block. So something, something we can adjust. That's like a field device. That's right. Okay. Yep. Thinking uh, on the equipment level mm -hmm. for sure. And so the next level up would be what's called an equipment module. And an equipment module is basically taking those smaller blocks and combining them together to perform a certain function, mostly a repeatable function, you know, in a process. Okay. And then kind of one level up from that is what's called a unit. And a, a unit is basically a process area or a process equipment that a logical grouping of those equipment modules act upon. So like a reaction vessel, a mixer, a mixer, excuse me, or a CIP skid, uh, that would be on the unit level. Okay. So if we, if we are able to break our process into these various different units, uh, whether it's down to the field device or a skid that you were talking about, that is the modularity we're looking for. So something that can be kind of self-contained and, and maybe interchanged. So the next part that you had kind of spoke to in the definition, uh, you mentioned if your process is either non-continuous or semi-continuous. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? 
Yeah, so going a little further in the definition, a process that's designed to run non-continuous or semi-continuous. And what I mean by that is if you have a continuous process, it's basically a process that's designed to run with no interruption. So you're running 24-7, the process is designed to run one way, and you're trying to put out as much product as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you have a non-continuous process, that would be a process workflow that's designed to have iterations of how it runs and a, basically a starting and ending point. Uh, so you start, you run the process and it has a definitive end where you make a, a product and then you have iterations of that process to make that same product or different products. Just kind of building up the definition at this point, it sounds like if we have different modular parts of our process and then what we are what our actual process is dictates that we need to actually make changes to these over time rather than just have them be static then that's essentially this modular semi-continuous or non-continuous formula that you're looking at right yeah and and kind of combining these two so you know in in a sense all processes are modular you you could have one big lego piece that's making sure. a product but if it can be broken down into smaller pieces, so taking these two concepts together, you can combine different blocks in a non-continuous way to make product A, and then take those blocks, rearrange them, and run them in a different way to make product B. And so okay. that would be, you know, leaning towards a, a batch style process. Yeah. Uh, one of the best analogies, and this wasn't something I came up with, but a, a coworker, um, he compared a, a batch process to a washing machine. Mm -hmm. You can even combine a washing machine and a dryer. So you could say washing clothes in general. Sure. Um, so you could, you know, potentially have a, a hopper of detergent um, and basically you're feeding uh, the detergent and the clothes into a, a drum or it could be a, considered a mixer. Sure. Uh, then you open a valve, add water, uh, then you have different recipe options of how you wash those clothes. Um, and then it's, you know, kind of non-continuous because you open up, uh, take the clothes out. You could run, you know, a, the next load and run it totally different, you know, with different sure. options. So that's kind of like a batch process. Okay. Okay. So, so we've walked through, you know, we need it to be modular, semi or non-continuous. Uh, typically we're looking at making, different types of products, probably similar products, but different types. Uh, the last thing that you mentioned as we kind of roll through here is detailed process and reporting. So why, why is that important? And, and could you speak to that? Yeah. So, you know, what, what this hints at and people that are somewhat familiar with batch may have even have heard the term S88. Um, okay. And basically S88 is a, a batch standard uh, that uh, board, you know, gathered together, came up with a, a batch standard so that there's a common terminology, a common data structure, common physical and, and functional model so sure. that the industry can communicate with standardization around batch. Um, so, the, you know, in a typical S88 process, uh, say pharma processes, for instance, Mm. They have, you know, strict requirements around validation and process and, and product reporting. So if you if you have a, 
uh, process that's highly validated and a, a board that's going to audit, you know, the process uh, where you need that detailed reporting um, of the process, then that, that's certainly a characteristic put together with, with these other characteristics of a, you know, certainly a batch process. Sure. So we're, we're getting close to time. So if we had to, we, we've walked through what is batch. Now we need to answer the other side. Do I need a batch solution? So in your best summation, when, when does a customer need a batch solution? I know it's not cut and dry, but if we had to, to give the best summation of it, what, what would you say? Yeah. So customers or people that may be listening, you know, there's obvious processes. Like I've already mentioned, pharma. Um, that's an obvious process where batch solutions, you know, are almost standard. Uh, you have other processes like power generation or uh, pulp and paper, where those are clearly continuous operations where a batch solution is not going to apply. Mm-hmm. But I would say if I was evaluating a process, you know, I would kind of go back to that definition and, and how closely does the process adhere to that definition? You know, how modular is it? And, you know, does it have those small building blocks and are those building blocks combined in different ways uh, to make, you know, different products? Is it a semi-continuous or non-continuous process? Are there clearly starting, stopping and iterations of that to perform different functions in the process? Mm. Um, And then, you know, back to is, is it a validated process? What kind of reporting um, and auditing uh, requirements are there around the process. So if you combine all those together, uh, you're certainly leaning towards a, a more full-scale batch solution. Certainly. Well, I think that is about the best summation that I could have given. And of course I didn't, Stephen did. But <laughs> at this point, it's definitely a little bit clearer what is a batch process and when somebody may need it. But if you still have questions or you're unsure, uh, feel free to reach out to your local McNaughton McKay account manager, or you can always send us an email at podcast at mc-mc.com. And we can help you walk through the process and bring in professionals uh, like Stephen and Rovasis to assist you with this. Uh, Stephen, thanks so much for your time. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks. Enjoyed it.